Faith, Love, and Therapy, a podcast to encourage and inspire. I'm your host, Jamie Johnson, a licensed clinical social worker working in the field of mental health for the last 10 years. I believe this podcast is God-led and God-inspired. Thank you for joining me as we peel back the layers of mental health from a faith perspective. Well, another episode. Thank you for joining me for this episode in this in the series of Mindset. And um, hopefully you heard the last episode, but just really quick, I wanted to remind you that uh, the Faith, Love, and Therapy journals are available on Amazon. You can find them by searching Faith, Love, and Therapy journal or Faith, Love, and Therapy um, and my name, and they will be available on Amazon for your convenience. Also, follow me on Instagram, Faith, Love, and Therapy Podcast. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, a shout out again, uh, continue to shout out Awesome Focus uh, Studios, who continues to uh, edit and record and do all of the pr- the production uh, in his new studio. So we're excited about that. Follow him as well, Eight Awesome Focus uh, Productions. So mindset series. Last time we talked about high functioning depression and hopefully bringing a bit more awareness to such a common diagnosis um, that often gets dismissed because people are still producing, because people are still functioning at a level that seems successful um, and they're still accomplishing things. And even, you know, super successful people have been or continue to be diagnosed with high functioning depression. Um, but however, we know that they are struggling internally and that's the, the difficult part. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, a different mindset today, kind of connected, but, um, it was about a powerful statement that one of my, um, professional coaches had made. Um, his name is uh, coach Michael Pittman of launch, uh, launch confident is his, um, business. And he said, Um, not too long ago, actually this past week, he said, the Bible speaks of living life more abundantly. However, people who are in survival mode have difficulty even thinking about an abundant life. And y'all, that was a, an aha moment for me. That was a moment for me. Like I, you intellectually know some things, but sometimes people say it and it hits you different. And that particular statement hit me different this past week. Um, because I often talk about when people have a diagnosis that their lens, like how they view the world, how they see things is limited. I use the, the illustration of a lens being very narrow and it was just the way that he explained this particular mindset, which we'll talk about survival mode today. Um, the way that he, he explained and illustrated this particular mindset was just something, uh, something more for me. It helped me to see this so differently. And I feel like it, it, I want to share this, um, with you such an aha moment. Um, and part of why I think it hit me was because it, it added value to the, to that concept, but also because for me, it seamlessly connected to the topic of contentment. Um, we know that contentment is taught heavily in the word of God. Like if we look at Philippians 4, 11 through 13, I'll just read it. Um, it says, I am not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances, I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. 
contentment is something that we are taught to to have to to really understand the statement of the the state of contentment. But I'm asking the question today: um, if we've been masking, if we have masked settling with biblical contentment, like because we're truly in survival mode, like are we settling? Is our mindset uh, in a place of survival mode that we have? begun settling for things and calling it contentment. And so I started to kind of dive into the topic or the, the, yeah, the topic a little bit. And when we look at survival mode, it is by definition, survival mode is an adaptive response of the human body to help us survive danger and stress. So when we experience stress, there's a sequence of hormonal changes and physiological responses that occur in our body that allows us to respond by preparing them to fight, 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 flight, freeze. We know the fight, flight, freeze, hopefully. But I was thinking like this pandemic amongst other issues that are going on in the world has pushed some of us into survival mode. And I don't think we even realize it. So in response to our stress, it, it can be tempting. It can be tempting to stay in survival mode. Like I think some of us have been riding the waves of stress, like a roller coaster. We, we are in it and we don't even know that, that we're in it because it has become the ride of our life for right now. Like it has, it, we, are, we are just going with the flow, as people would say, in a way that has, we've kind of turned over the ability to have any control or a focus in our life. And so I think we really have to look at ourselves and, and, and ask, have we shifted to a mindset that is warped by being in survival mode? Survival mode like it can be triggered by various things. It can be triggered by trauma. It can be tri- triggered by loss, you know, grief and loss. It can be triggered by many changes in our life. Um, they can be big changes. They can be small changes. They can, they'll impact us differently. Um, and we can find ourselves acting, saying, and doing things that we never would before. So if we just pause for a moment and like, let's look at the world around us politically, like the physical environment, the emotional state, um, if you, if you don't know mental health numbers, those that are seeking mental health services have increased exponentially. Um, we're looking, I believe we're looking at people that are in survival mode at all over the place. They are in, it's that fight, flight, freeze. They are in survival mode and they are struggling. We are struggling. Um, I think there was recently an article that came out about how even therapists are struggling so much. It might've been a post um, of a group that I'm a part of um, about we even need space because the numbers have gone up on, on how many clients we're seeing. Like we're full, <laughs> we're full. If you, most places that you call have a significant waiting list because there are many people that are looking for mental health support. And so everybody is in this mode, this survival mode, and we're not, we're not at a place that we used to be. We're not as healthy as we used to be mentally. And so when we consider all of that, when we consider what we're seeing, we consider, you know, um, as I talked about last time, the, the number of people dying by suicide, if we consider the number of um, reports of children, which has been grieving me lately, the number of children that have, are being hurt by their parents, the number of um, 
of shootings and killings that seem, you know, we know media influences that, but it, it's still present. Um, when we consider all of these things that are going on around us and what we've been through, the way that we're responding to stress seems a bit unsettling, I would say. You know, we're not moving the way that we used to move. We're not making, um, for some of us, we're not making the progress. We are returning to things that are familiar, returning to old habits. We are, you know, some of us are not pushing or pursuing in regards to the things that we want to achieve, the life we want to have. We're living in fear, like we're struggling in relationships, domestic violence. When there is a crisis in the world, domestic violence rates go through the roof. And so that, that is because people are responding to stress in a way that is unhealthy. Survival mode. So I want to back up a little bit and I want to clarify some things. So to be clear, like contentment, which I mentioned earlier, and settling are not the same thing. Biblical contentment is to be free from care because of the satisfaction you feel with what you already know is yours. So like that quote that um, my coach said about abundance, when we're free and we understand when we are content, we know that abundance belongs to us. Like that's something that the father says we will have when we trust him, when we live a life for him, when we choose him daily, we he, he came to give us life and life more abundantly. That was his purpose. So abundance belongs to us. His purpose was to save us um, and that our life would be abundant because of him. Even the Hebrew, um, in Hebrew, it means to be pleased. Contentment is more inward than satisfaction is. So contentment is a habit or a permanent state of mind, whereas satisfaction is a particular occurrence or something specific, a particular object that brings you satisfaction. So I asked the question about contentment and settling. And I want you to ponder that for a minute. This is a moment to really start journaling about your life and ask yourself at the top of the page, am I settling? Am I settling any area? If I am, where am I settling? Am I struggling to receive the abundant life that God has for me because I'm in survival mode, because I just need to make sure food is on the table, because I need to make sure I get to work, I clock in, I do what I need to do, because I just need to get through this particular season of my life, because I need to hustle and get this money, because I need to, you know, survive. Am I settling for less and telling people that I'm content because I'm in survival mode? So... If you are, and I think we should be honest that most of us in some area, we have been there, we are there, or we will be there at some point um, if we don't handle stress well. But how can we come out of survival mode? I think we need to know that. How can we come out of survival mode? How can we stop riding that wave of stress um, and reacting physically and emotionally to stress? How can we do this differently? And I think one of the things we have to do is really slow down and connect to stable ground. So if we're riding the wave, right, we're not feeling the ground beneath us. We are, we are at the mercy of the wave. But when we slow down and we center ourselves on stable ground, we're able to feel what's going on around us. Survival mode is fear-based. And we know that God has not given us a spirit, the spirit of fear, right? We know that he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. He has not given us fear. So when we think about 
grounding, you know, connecting, understanding that we need to feel stable. We need to have consistency. We need to feel confident. You know, our, our mindset needs to be rooted in what is true. So a, a couple of things, um, I'd say four things that I, I want to say when we are getting out of that place of um, settling and not allowing ourselves to have that abundant life that God has called us to or even created for us. The first thing I would say is call it out. Name the fear. So journal this as well. What, what are the worries? What are the stressors? What are the seemingly unmovable mountains? Um, what, what are the stressors? What are the things that we feel like we cannot move, we cannot get beyond? Call out that fear. Write it out in your journal. Be honest, be transparent. The second thing I would say is don't settle for just enough or survival in isolation. Look for support, connect with other people, work through the trauma. Like when I say look for support, as I said before, survival mode, that mindset, you know, can come from trauma, loss, changes um, in our life and being able to process through those things from a trained unbiased professional gives you the opportunity to really work through some things and begin to connect the dots. The third thing I would say is be transparent, be willing to admit that you don't have the answers. We get so hung up on the need to know and the need to have all the answers that we are not being authentic. We are not being honest with who we are. There's such freedom in just being authentic and being honest and admitting that you need help, admitting that you don't know the answers, admitting that you're not happy, admitting that you're settling, admit it, be transparent about what's going on on the inside of you. Not saying, saying tell everybody, because that's the thing that I hear people say, well, I'm not telling everybody my business, I'm not asking you to. Find a space, a safe space, a safe person. Family can sometimes be that, but it's not always family. The benefit of having a therapist is they don't know you. They're not looking to judge you. They want to help you get to the place that you want to be. So being able to be transparent, maybe that is in the therapist's office and that's perfectly fine. And the fourth thing I would say is understanding your current position and your God-given position. Like understand who you are requires you to connect with yourself. When you're really starting to connect with who you are, when you're when you slow down and stop riding the wave of stress, when you slow down and ground yourself, connect with who you are. Go on that journey of like who am I at my core? When you go on that journey and you begin to know who you are, I promise you if you if you do it um, in a thorough way, you're going to find the father in your search. You're going to find truth. You're going to find something that will root you and ground you um, and, and, and help you to get off that wave and out of survival mode and trusting that everything that is for you is for you. And you can be content knowing that you will be covered. Contentment is that knowing. It's that trusting that no matter what happens in your life, you're going to be fine and you are happy with how God is moving you through this season of your life and the next season. And you're trusting that he knows best and he knows better than you. So those are the four things that I would say to really begin to start coming out of survival mode. And if you notice the shift in mindset requires an honesty and a truth that will allow you to walk in freedom. So 
I thank you. I thank you for listening. I'm hoping that we can come out of survival mode. I'm hoping that we can really get to that place of contentment and stop settling for um, less because we are called to abundance. So again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Faith, Love, and Therapy, and I'll see you next time.